This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Today is Friday, whoop, whoop, July 21st. I've got my friend Lisa Pulliam back on the podcast with me today, and we are talking about moving out of anger and into healing. And so I hope you'll stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So Lisa, welcome back to the podcast. Girl, I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for having me, Heidi. I count it a real blessing. So I've been talking with you just a little bit off of the, I kind of, every once in a while, I'm like, man, I wish I could um, record all the things that we talk about when we're not recording, because sometimes they're better, you know, because <laughs> um, <laughs> things sort of come up. And we were talking about... Um, how you and I have kind of similar stories. I think our parents come from different um, backgrounds, but certainly this idea of just generational sin. I loved what you said also on Wednesday about honoring your parents. I think it's so important. The Bible, the Bible actually asks us to do that, right? That we that we honor our parents. And I think sometimes women who come from abusive backgrounds, even men, it's not. This is certainly not limited to women, but. Um, individuals who come from an abusive background and they read this, you know, honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, um, what that looks like when you're an adult and you're and you're grappling with issues as hard as this, but yet still wanting to to honor. And I think you did such a good job of just kind of saying where kind of where your own parents came from because um every every single one of us is broken. We come in, everybody has a story and it doesn't matter where you are. I mean, you're in Pennsylvania and I'm in uh, Washington state. You can go downtown Portland right now and it doesn't matter who you talk to on the train. Everybody has a story. And I think just to work in this, to always keep in front of us that God is the healer and that he's asked us to not only forgive people who have uh, wronged us, but to see them the way God sees them. And I really appreciate that about you and about um, obviously the healing that God has done in your life. It just radiates out of you and is such an encouragement. So for all the women, especially where, I mean, I'm especially talking to moms, but obviously I guarantee you, Lisa, there are are guys listening to this because I know that a lot of husbands, I meet them all all over the country when I'm traveling, are listening to this today. And we want to give you some tools. If you're struggling with anger, it doesn't really matter where you came from. Sometimes we just struggle with anger because that's the sin deal. That's our sin deal. It doesn't necessarily mean we grew up in an abusive home. It's just, this is a thing that we struggle with. But um, I, I'm going to ask Lisa today to sort of give you guys some tools if this is what you're struggling with. And then we're going to move out of that place and kind of say, hey, here's the next step from there. So Lisa, if you're so you're talking to a mom or a dad right now who is just uh, struggling with anger, they're yelling at their kids, they're treating their family. I mean, because we write, okay, tell me what you think about this. I think we treat the people who are closest to us the worst because our relationships mm-hmm. are secure, right? What are they going to do? You're the only mom that you're the only mom your kids get, <laughs> right? They don't get a do over. And I think sometimes we're we're secure with them. And so, what do you say to the mom and dad who are listening right now who are going, "Oh man, that's totally me. I'm struggling with anger." Yeah. Oh, I can't even say. I have a list of like 18 things, so I'll just try to focus on the top pieces. I think 
every mom and dad needs to be really good at saying, I'm sorry. Mm. Um, and that we, we have as much of a responsibility to model right behavior as repentant behavior. So when we know we've screwed up and we know that it comes out of our mouth harsh, when we've made a bad call in anger, like I've been known to say, you are grounded for the next six months. Like that's never going to happen. Like, like we, we react emotionally. And so being able to circle back around with our kids and saying, Hey, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Will you please forgive me? I'm talking to the Lord about this. I'm talking to your dad about this. I'm, I'm, I want to move forward in the right way. Makes such a huge difference. And it gives them the vocabulary to be able to do that for themselves, which I think is huge to model that. Um, so that would be, that would be a key is that just be quick to say, I'm sorry. And also you said it to forgive. Like, um, I think we need to look at our words and our actions and say, what's the overflow from our heart? And when we detect that we've got those heart issue problems, we, we need to tackle them with the Lord. And sometimes we need to go for counseling and, and sometimes life coaching, depending upon the situation, to help process out loud and gain the clarity for healing. Uh, and for me, deactivating the time bomb in my heart really began with forgiving my parents and, and looking at my parents through the lens of how God looks at them. And he already was holding them accountable to their behavior. And he does a better job at forgiveness and mercy and compassion than I could ever. So I needed to yield them to to the Lord and move through that process of forgiveness. And so there's lots of opinions about forgiveness, but I would say this. I don't think we can ever forgive ourselves, right? So to forgive is to uh, let go of a debt. And I can't pay my own debt. That's not forgiveness. That's earning Mm. it. And so I think um, coming before the Lord and saying, I receive your forgiveness for my own sin uh, is what he wants us to do. We have to receive what he's given us, not try to uh, tell him that we have forgiven ourselves. Uh, And I also think we need to forgive those who have offended us and hurt us um, Mm. in order to keep that clean heart. Yeah, it's so true. I was reading uh, in preparation for uh, becoming mom strong. I was reading about the snare of offense, and I actually looked it up uh, because we live in such a politically correct, uh, charged, supercharged political environment right now, where everyone's offended about everything. We're offended in the church. We're offended in our families. Uh, you know, it's it's amazing to me. And I looked up the word offense in the Greek, and it's scandalon, and it literally is a trap where meat is hung, and it's a it's a it's a it's a snare. And I think, man, it's so true. I mean, I love the wisdom from the Bible. Hello. Uh, just this idea yeah. that being offended so easily is a snare. It's a trap. It keeps us from moving forward on our relationships with the Lord and with other people. And it doesn't even matter. You know, Jesus didn't say, uh, forgive them. Well, I guess that that offense was pretty bad. You can just let that one sit. No, he said, forgive anyone, any thing. And so we're not saying it's easy to forgive, but we're saying it's a requirement if you're going to move forward into healing. And so rather than live in this state of constantly being offended, uh, we can go, you know what? I'm going to forgive you because I have been forgiven. And I and I recognize the forgiveness of, of Christ in my own life. Um, but it's amazing to me uh, you know, how we struggle with it. I certainly struggle with it. And it sounds like you did too. But when you start letting go of things, whoa, amazing things happen. 
Freedom. That's where freedom happens. So, you know, saying I'm sorry, seeking forgiveness, getting the, the professional help to process what happened. I, I said to my dad at one point, dad, you need to go for counseling to figure out why you did what you did so you never do it again mm-hmm. uh, in our, our present adult relationship. And I said, counseling is not a lifetime commitment. It is a tool that God can use. And my dad's not a man of faith, but it's how I expressed it. A tool that God can use to set you free to move forward in a healthy way. And my dad did that. And he went to counseling as a you know, 60-year-old man and finally dealt with the past and was able to own it and is the most most grateful, filled with gratitude, oozing appreciation person I have met in my whole life now. I mean, when, when I spend time with my dad, he's like, thank you so much for letting me back into your life. Thank you so much for, you know, encouraging me to get help. And the restoration that God can accomplish, even in our family members who aren't in Christ, is amazing, but we have to set that example as believers, whether it is with our family of origin or our family present day with our kids. And so my four kids, the two older ones, remember the mom who was. Mm. And they ha- they know to the day it happened where God got a hold of my adult woman heart and began a transformation process. Wow. And my little ones don't remember the old mom so much. And the intimacy in my relationship is equal with all of them because there is, um, there's an authenticity that exists of this is who mom was and this is who mom is still becoming. And, and I want moms to really hear that. Like there's never a day that's too late to start. Mm. It's so important. Mm-hmm. And I think too, I mean, I love, I'm, I'm love, I'm loving talking to you. We could do this for hours because uh, I think you and I have so much in common and you know, I wrote, I just finished Becoming Mom Strong. And the reason that I use the word becoming, because I was, someone said to me, you should say, I am mom strong. I'm like, no, I am always in the process of becoming. We are always in the process of, of uh, having our minds be transformed and be renewed every day. Every day is another opportunity for me to say, I'm sorry, <laughs> you know, to be able to <laughs> suck it up mm-hmm. and go, wow, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to do that better and allow the Lord to come in and just renew our hearts. Um, in the last five minutes that we have, Lisa, what are um, two other things that you would say to parents who are struggling with anger and how to move into uh, into sort of the new you? And then uh, before we leave, I want to talk about Meet the New Year because I think our listeners are going to love it. Yeah. So I would, I'm going to just say one thing. I think that uh, time in the Word is a, a non-negotiable like it has to happen Preach. every day, a, a chapter a day. I, I don't care if you don't understand what you're reading. Just read it. Just read it. Let the Holy Spirit do the work of revealing to you what it means. And, and grab your Bible, grab a journal, grab a pencil, start underlining, highlighting, writing down your questions and asking the Lord to teach you. Because when I look back on my story, that first 10 years of my walk with the Lord, uh, I was only in the word for about five of it. And, and that latter five, there was, it wasn't making sense. I was going to Bible study at church. I think that's the other way. Go to Bible study, get in accountability, get under good teaching in, in a church and with other women, but don't neglect the time in the scriptures on your own. Yeah. Like you need to yeah. chew on it on your own. Um, and so when I entered into that counseling period, 
I cannot tell you the way that the Lord revealed truth to me by calling upon what was already sown into my heart, my mind. And, and in the, um, in the, you know, 10 years since that, the, the word helps you understand the character of God, helps you understand his promises, helps you understand how he sees you and perceives you. And we need to be up against that truth every day because the messages that are coming from our past and from the world are counter to what God says about who he is and who we are. Mm. And so I really, I cannot emphasize that more. <laughs> No, it's so important. I think we've we're kind of living, and I've said this a lot, but I um I think it it fits in with what you're saying. We're really living in a generation of biblically illiterate Christians, you know, uh, mm-hmm. men and women who we we want the grace and mercy and forgiveness of Jesus, but we don't want to pick up our cross and follow Him. You know, even to the point where we're not in the Word every day. And um and I love what you're saying because it's it's a non negotiable. Like walking with with God is a spiritual discipline. Keyword discipline. It takes discipline. And something I've noticed in my own life, and maybe um, you can relate to this, is that the thing that I fight for every day, I think more than any other thing, I fight uh, my my own uh, flesh for time alone in the Word, because there's always mm-hmm. something that feels more important. There's always something that feels more pressing, even if it's just move the clothes from the washing machine to the dryer, and now my kids have seen me, and so it's over. You know, because I'm not going to have any yeah. more quiet time in the morning. Uh, and I think it's so important for moms to realize this is actually pivotal, which is why I started doing scripture writing. And it's why you're encouraging women toward the word. If you want real transformation to happen in your life, it's got to start with a commitment to knowing and being in the word of God. I, I'm working on a book that will be coming out. It's a devotional that will be coming out in June 2018. It's called Begin With Yes. And each devotional is a scripture promise and then how to unpack that and how to apply it. And so, you know, the last six months I've been writing on 90 verses <laughs> and it, it and sometimes I'm like, Lord, didn't I say this already? Because there is nothing new under the sun and his word teaches his word. Yep. So once he starts to illuminate a, a concept before us, we're going to see it like pop off the pages of scripture and then it's going to be start coming out of our mouths and, and it's going to influence the way we parent and the way we mentor and the way we pursue our callings. And so if we don't have that as the foundational source of truth in our life, we're going to be an empty well. I really, I really think that's the result. Yeah, it absolutely Mm -hmm. is. And I am so, I'm so encouraged by what you're saying. Okay. You, before, before um, I let you go today, I want to give our listeners Mm -hmm. a chance to hear a little bit about your book, Meet the New You. So it's a 21 day plan for embracing fresh attitudes and focused uh, habits for real life change. And you've said a lot of already is just is being in the word, but tell uh, listeners really briefly, mm-hmm. if you wouldn't mind, just um, what's the heartbeat behind that book? Right. So it's not my memoir, although I do share lots of stories of the transformation process. It really um, comes together with my life coaching hat on. So I take the reader through five phases, awareness, where are you at? vision, where are you going, obstacles that standing in your way, solutions for, for life change, and then uh, a number of different assessments. So that in, in other words, you're basically taking this journey and, and looking at how you think about your life story, mm-hmm. how you're managing your time and your heart and your resources, and what is it that God really wants to do with your life. And mm-hmm. you know, I joke that it's 21 days. It should 
be 21 years, probably. <laughs> so that's probably how long it took me to, to arrive at all those principles. Um, so so it, it is it is short chapters, but it is heart and mind intensive. If you want transformation, this book gives you the tool that you need to go there with God. Well, um, I, I'm encouraged. I'm so encouraged by what God's doing in your life. And I'm encouraged because I know he's going to take what he's doing in your life. And there's going to be a lot of people listening to this today whose lives are going to be changed as a result of it. So Lisa, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And I'm definitely going to have you back again, because I want to talk about uh, mentorship, which is another thing. I mean, once once we grab hold of the healing, it's time to, it's time to be that Titus 2 woman and start passing it on. So um, I love I love your heart for the Lord and for family. So thank you so much for coming on the show with me. Thanks for having me, Heidi. Appreciate being here. Well, everybody, I know that you're getting ready for your weekend. And so I just want to say again, if you are interested, and I hope you are, in what Lisa's been sharing about just finding freedom from anger and moving forward in the life that God has from you, check out the show notes today. I'm going to link back to all things Lisa Pulliam, and I think it's going to be really encouraging for you. Don't forget, as the weekend is coming up, uh, we're coming near, nearer and nearer, I can't even believe it, to the end of July, and I'll have a brand new scripture writing challenge for you up in just a few days. I want to echo what Lisa said. Uh, no matter how you do it, whether it's um, you know going through a 21-day challenge or doing scripture writing with me or whatever it is, get into the Word of God every day. The Word of God, uh, the Bible says, is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. It's able to cut through all of the junk in the culture and illuminate truth, which is what we need more than anything else in our lives today. So get into the Word, and I hope you guys have an awesome, awesome weekend. I'll see you back here on Monday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.